Let me introduce the political panel here with us in studio. Here with me are James Brown, Fianna Fáil TD for Wexford. He's a Minister for State at the Department of Justice and Law Reform and Catherine Murphy, the Social Democrats TD for Kildare North and her party spokesperson on justice. Also from our Sligo studio is Marion Harkin, Independent TD for Sligo Leitrim. Good afternoon to you all. Good afternoon. Um, to you first, James Brown, Mary Butler in the neighbouring constituency to you and a party colleague of yours was on WR Radio talking of WLR Radio talking about the threats to her death threats death threats that meant that she could no longer hold face to face constituency clinics and was effectively limited to dealing with her constituents from her home now we've looked at the events on Wednesday and people say something needs to be done before something bad happens if Mary Butler feels like that surely something bad has already happened no absolutely I agree and I know Mary very well and she has faced, I think, horrific threats for quite some time now. Um, She's had to go off several social media outlets and um, has had to take serious precautionary measures both down in Waterford and up in Dublin as well. And, and, And that's simply intolerable. What happened the other day is an escalation of what has been happening for several years now. Sure, and we should say there's there, there's no known or obvious or any connection that we should assume between the, the threats to Mary Butler and what we saw outside of the doll the other day in terms of individuals being involved. No, in terms of individuals, no. But um, I think what we've seen the other day is an escalation of what has been happening now for several years. It's not something that has come out of the blue. And, you know, in particular, I think when you talk to the women in the doll. Uh, Minister Butler, uh, Minister Anne Rabbit, uh, Lorraine Clifford Lee, uh, Catherine Adan and others, and that's, they're just the ones within my own party. It's across the entire doll. You know, you've seen this level of intimidation that has been increasing and increasing uh, probably for over a decade now. And I think it's it's only going in one direction, unfortunately, at the moment. And steps need to be taken. I mean, we have a very accessible uh, political body in this country. I do my clinics walk around as does almost everybody. When you see now that ministers and TDs can no longer do that, have to take evasive action because of very real and serious threats that is, you know, it is totally unacceptable. But, you know, you're talking about a a small number of very well connected, very well organised people but you were seeing an increasing in a coarseness in politics as well, a personalising of politics and language that's being used both in the Dáil and the Shannon as well. And while they're not endorsing what's happening out in the streets, I think you can't keep flicking lighted matches at pools of petrol and then complain when that petrol goes on fire or burns more brightly than you expected it to do. All right, Marion Harkin, you, you were there on Wednesday. How did you feel? <coughs> Well, to be fair, I didn't go out the front gate. I did go out the back. I was in that queue of people waiting to get out when the the public order police arrived and they cleared the way. Look, it was, for me personally, it was fine. I was in a car. To be honest, I was just afraid people were running over and back. I was afraid I'd hit somebody. But to see the, the mock gallows and the photographs of certain politicians there, all I can say is, if my face was there, it would have it would have hit me in the core. And what happened at Leinster House was totally 
unacceptable. But James is right. It's a small group. They're well organised and anarchy is uh, is their objective. But to come back to, and I'm, I'm not making light or little of what happened. For some people, it was absolutely dreadful and for the staff also. But to come back to Kim Ledbeater, I thought that was a superb interview. She was so decent and thoughtful and humane. And what happened at Leinster House is one aspect, but there is a wider aspect, column. And I was on local radio yesterday morning, along with uh, Frank Feehan, and we were speaking about what happened at Leinster House. And a number of people contacted the radio station. And people basically, at least the, the people who contacted in that 10 minutes were saying politicians were out of touch um, they were saying, I thought there was a massacre at Leinster House. There's so much about this. And that was the sense of what came through. Now, subsequently, walking through the streets of Sligo, I met so many people who told me they were shocked by what happened. So the, the thing is, there are people out there who believe they're not being listened to. And Kim Ledbeater said that we need proper nuanced debate and discussion on the really difficult issues. There's far too many people on both sides who only want to hear their own opinions re-echoed back to them and they try and shut down and close down debate. That is a bigger issue, but I think what happened outside Leinster House was one tiny little reflection of that. But it was, of course totally unacceptable and uh, when I hear of Mary Butler and Anne Rabbit and what's going on I don't know how they do their job I don't know how they go in every day and all of those people who are subjected to that level of abuse it's totally unacceptable Catherine Murphy, you know, what Kim Ledbeater was saying there is that people have to build connected communities and politicians need to listen more. But Ireland is pretty good at collect, uh, at connected communities. Our PRS TV system means politicians have to stay in touch with people on the ground. So why here and, and what's driving this in your estimation? Yeah, first of all, I think we've got to differentiate between people feeling very strongly and, and, and having serious gripes about how things are done and, and, and how they're not done sometimes with what happened um, or, or with the group that were outside the doll uh, the other day. And like, I would hate to think that we would end up not without having the engagement that protest brings, for example, and groups outside the doll and in hotels nearby that organise events mm-hmm. that you can go go to and come from. Um, and, and sometimes that's restricted by, by this kind of thing. But what was what happened there the other day was just it, it, the, the, the emotion that actually was the glue for that group of people was hate. Um, it was just vile some of the things that were said to people and like, and, and it, some of the and things indeed that were thrown at people exactly and so I, I think we've got to differentiate between that and I, I've got to say the the kind of things that I've been out and about listening to people they're, they are they're not they're, they're appalled by this and do see it as something different but it doesn't mean that they don't have strong views on things and it doesn't mean that they shouldn't articulate those right. views so, 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 so in certain instances would you support the idea of of a sterile zone around Leinster House. I think um, Pascal Dunne, the Minister for Public Expenditure, was saying up to a mile of a, of, 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 of a sterile zone 
around Leinster House if there is intelligence to suggest that it's going to cross the line from protest into violence? What, what will happen then is that the, the people that were there the other day will win if that happens. Um, I think that obviously this has to be intelligence led and you could see it on social media earlier in the week that there were, uh, there, there were people planning to be there. And they're the same people that are at the libraries. They're the same people that attach themselves to protests. And I think that we've got to differentiate between that and protests. Right. Like we're going to see people outside the, the doll this week in relation to childcare. I want to see them there. I want to hear what they've got to say. And I think it's legitimate that they could do that. I don't want to put them right. a mile and a half away from the doll. And actually, that will reduce the, the chances of us listening to people okay. who have G- genuine gripes. James Brown, um, Minister Helen McEntee is asking the Garda Commissioner to have a look at the possibility of using the Offences Against the State Act. It's a provision 7.1 of the Act from 1939 that was initially designed to suppress the IRA uh, around the time of the Second World War. It's effectively counter-terrorism legislation. Do you support the exploration of that and how would it be used? No, I certainly think it's something that needs to be explored and what it does under Section Point 1 is criminalise the use of violence or intimidation to obstruct the carrying on of governments of the state. So it's something, I think that's a part of what we did see the other day where the carrying on of government was present, prevented. Doesn't that cover every protest though? If people, if people block mm. up traffic, if people can't access Leinster House uh, to, to, to get to their work... Anything could come under that. No, look, it's, it's it's something that hasn't been used too often and it is something that I think that needs to be explored. TDs and senators need to be able to go in and out to carry out the democratic will of the people that they've been elected to do. But it's also about the people who, the other people, that they, well over a thousand people who work in the door, the ushers and some of the intimidation has seen put forward to the ushers who protect the gates and the entrances was horrific. You have staff going in and out there working for different TDs and senators and the public, same types of protesters who are, if you like, um, making legitimate complaints who need to be able to go into the doll as well. They need to be able to do that. Do do you support a sterile zone? I think it's something that needs to be looked at. Um, I think we have to have a situation where people can legitimately protest outside of our parliament, but we are one of the very few parliaments that I know of where you can literally get right up to the gates and right up to the entrance where the ushers and staff are going in and out of and maybe some sort of balance needs to be found. On on, on the sterile zone around Leinster House, what's your view on it? Is it worth looking at? Uh, No, I agree with Catherine. Yes, you can look at that. But I think then that's a win for those who were there last Wednesday, that small group of people, because all they will say is, oh, yes, we have the elites in Leinster House behind the high walls. Nobody gets near them. Whereas, in fact, right now, Anybody can, and we need that. We need that connection. People need to know they have it. That's, I think, largely, or certainly partly, what keeps our system of democracy working as it is. So we do need to be very careful of our response to this. Yes, it has to be a safe place to work. And I would agree with the Minister that we need to bring the full force of the law, whatever laws we have in place, to deal with what happened last Wednesday and ensure it doesn't happen again. Okay, the UN is failing, the President says. Ireland can help to fix it. That's what we're going to be looking at next.